Almost a weekend and you don't know what to do Or you just need something fun to listen to Southside Pod! Yes, we're on the Southside air Pod. And the gang's all here, all things on the Southside We're listening to the Southside Pod Looking for the best Southside breweries Or you might just need an awesome place to eat Green, Blue Island, Beverly, pay listen, all sub to your tuned in to the Southside Pod. Southside Pod! Oak Lawn, Midlothian, Oak Forest, Chicago Ridge, Flossmore, and Bridgeview, you're listening to Southside Pod! All right, St. Patrick's Day. Patrick's March Day? 17th. I know. So, Lancha. What's the plan? I'm curious. Well, like the I'm gonna go. Is canceled, but the parties are on. Well, the thing is, I'm going to a pub or two. Like I already know, Dad's got both shots. The neighborhood parties are on. Walk, walk around. You'll oh, find yeah. one. Like when you were in college and you just walked just around, walk. and like they were like, "Who do you know to get into the party?" You're like, "I know Joe. I know Tommy." Just say like, "I know I'm Jimmy with the O'Malley's." Right. I'm with O'Malley. <laughs> I'm with. The, I. Hey, I know Tommy Ryan. You know how many Tommy Ryan's there are. Next in. thing you know, Come you're in, in the backyard. Right. right. Exactly. Right. Or just walking with a bottle of booze and you're fine too. Dad got both shots now okay and he like the way it works with with his shot Shot, because he's 70 years old he's got the second why don't they have little john by the way making a song about getting the (laughs) covid vaccination why isn't everybody (laughs) right like i mean think about if you just use that to tell people to get a coronavirus shot sir we're just gonna give you a vaccination what we're just gonna (laughs) give you a, a simple vaccination. Okay. <laughs> does, does does it hurt at all? Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a commercial here somewhere. It, I think that I think that the uh, U.S. government missed something right. when they could have told people to hire Lil John. Lil John. Yeah. got him really like, cheap. Instead of Doctor Fauci, let's right. put Lil John in there. If <laughs> could you imagine <laughs> Doctor Lil John? If you can you imagine everybody would be getting a shot. Everybody. <laughs> the Chicago Stockyard Kilty Band. All right, glad to have, glad to be here. The McKee family is down here <laughs> sitting at the bar. Are you all brothers? Is that what it is, or cousins? Brother. Brother. Really? Which one's the oldest one? I'm the oldest. The, the guy in the back is the, is the oldest one to sitting back there, and he's letting the younger brothers have all the spotlight while he while he while they sit on the microphone. He's a okay. Good big so, how long has the McKee family been part of this group? Because it's a hundred years. But when did McKee start showing up in the group? My dad was officially in the band in 1952, so coming around taking lessons since the early 50s. So. Getting close to 70 years of, uh, of involvement in a 100-year band. So, and you have you know, a daughter that does this, right, man? Yeah, Maura plays, so she's a third-generation It's like a family Piper. thing. Like, do these kids get a choice, or do they get, like, a set of bagpipes for, like, uh, when they're six years old and that's their Christmas present? They they're get, like, oh, bagpipes! They, they got a choice. You want to start when you're eight? You want to start when you're nine? <laughs> <laughs> but then, yeah, we play year-round, though. I mean, this is this is one of the biggest times, peak of course, like you're saying. But... It's it's a year-round uh, hobby, you know. So Fourth of July, we play more parades really than on St. Patrick's Day. So 
It's a, it's, it's nonstop. All within one day, too. Are there <laughs> things that you don't like doing? You know, the, I think for me, the worst thing I hate is when you're coming down the street and the guy's like, you know, they want you to come into a party. Like, oh, we'll give you a beer. I'm like, would you? Like, come out of here. We'll give you, we'll, we'll let you have a cup for the cake. Like, that's got to be annoying, right? That's so like great. a bunch of hobos or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's the Southside Pod. It's the Southside Pod. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's the Southside Pod. It's the Southside Pod. OMG. OMG. It's the SSP. It's the SSP. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. It's the Southside Pod. It's the Southside Pod. Duo, trio, quad, quad. It's the Southside Pod. Southside Pod. Hola, friends. Feliz Navidad. Navidad. It's the Southside Pod. Southside Pod. The Cosby mom was Felicia Rashad. Rashad. It's the Southside Pod. Southside Pod. No, it's not just a big facade. Facade? It's the Southside Pod. Southside Pod. Come on down and hang with our squad. Squad? It's the Southside Pod. Southside Pod. So I took a very long journey for me, but totally worth the drive, and went by something that I've passed maybe a thousand times in my life going down I-80 between Illinois and Indiana, and that's the big giant quarry out in Thornton. And I just drove by it for the first time on like a side street on my way to Thornton Distilling. And first of all, that was kind of fun. Secondly, I found this really cool, old, historic building with two friends that are distilling on the south side of Chicago. We have Andrew and Ari. Guys, thanks for letting me uh, hang out with you back here by the by the barrels of booze. Man, thanks for <laughs> thanks coming for down us. to visit us, man. Yeah. First off, I learned from Andrew, when I walked in, the history of this building. The brewery was built in 1857 as it stands today. Uh, it's the oldest standing brewery in Chicago. So as you mentioned, there were some um, older breweries in the city. They burnt down, uh, unfortunately, with the Chicago fire. Um, us being in Thornton, you know, we're outside of the Chicago area and uh, survived. Um, the building, uh, the property's history kind of predates 1850s pretty significantly. Um, not a lot of people may know this, um, but Potawatomi Native, Native Americans were down here in Thornton. Um, it was the largest human population in the tri-state region, I believe, uh, for uh, a pretty long time. I've heard archaeologists refer to it as prehistoric Chicago. Where the building sits, uh, you know, we have a well, an artesian well, um, and before that there was an artesian spring here that provided um, that population with all their, uh, their fresh water. And you're using that well now? Like, yeah, like, so, like you're getting your water from 1,500 feet down mm -hmm. from a natural spring that's filtered through limestone, which I think as Andrew pointed out to me when he was showing me around the place, Ari, maybe you can comment on it. it this was something that like Jack Daniels used, would sit around and brag about the fact that they were limestone filtered. And yep. you're able to distill with something that's protected by limestone from a spring that's 1,500 feet down. That's... That's got to be an advantage for you as a distiller to be able to do some really creative things. Uh, it absolutely is. I mean, it, it's wonderful. These days, uh, 
a lot of uh, breweries and distilleries are able to treat water and change that. But back in the day, this would have been absolutely key, and that's the reason that there were so many breweries here. Uh, limestone tends to filter out iron, which uh, which is really bad for fermentation, and add some uh, some really useful nutrients. So give you an advantage, and they get a really healthy fermentation uh, that you can then make beer or distilled spirits. Well, I want to ask you more questions, but you put so many options out here to taste. If there was one of these six bottles that are sitting here in front of me to get started with, which one, because, you know, I know that if you try a certain kind of beer before you have another kind of beer, your palate gets ruined, okay? Mm-hmm. So, like, if, if, if it were up to you, do you want to go with your best thing? you want to go with what you think I should start off with? You're the, you're the distiller. You tell me. Absolutely. Um, I would say maybe the... Uh Dark rum. The dark rum. Yeah, the dark rum. I'm a rum drinker. I love it. It always makes me feel like a pirate. Tell me a little <laughs> bit about this dark rum. Um, they, you know, I keep calling it, it, it Thornton Distilling, but it looks like your label is Dead Drop. Is that correct? So when if, if people are going to, do you sell in stores? Is it something that people can look for as Dead Drop? Sure, yeah. We're uh, Thornton Distilling Company's The House, and then we're makers of Dead Drop Spirits. Um, that's our brand. Okay. So um, we're about to hit Benny store shelves. Um, we're uh, with... Uh, a bunch of different retailers throughout the uh, state right now. This is uh, awesome. So like, so this is like, this is like craft local. Like, yeah, and we're we're brand new. We did. And our, you're brand new, and you got a label called Dead Drop, and you're going to start showing up on people's liquor shelves. I mean, this is cool. Yeah, we did a, a grand opening here at the distillery in December, right before the pandemic. Um, so um, we effectively have launched our brand during the pandemic, which is pre- quite challenging, as you can imagine. Um, but taking it on the chin, and right now, um, you know, the light at the tunnel is getting brighter, and at the end of the tunnel is getting brighter and brighter, and um, things are going well. I, I like the rum. I'm going to tell you that as a, as a rum drinker, I've always been one of those people that walk through the Jewel, and they'll sit there like in the binnies, whenever they would have like the liquor samples, and they'd be like, you want me to mix this with something? I'm like, no, how would I know what it tastes like? Like if you put orange juice in this, or you put pop in this, I'm never going to know how it actually tastes. It should stand up on its own. Yeah, you, you should know? be able to drink something on its own without it having something else in it when you're doing a sample. This is a solid rum. I, I, I It's not... Like, a lot of people, I think, become rum drinkers, and the first thing they do when they're, like, a, they're younger, they drink Captain Morgan, which has got a lot of spice in it. Yeah. This seems to have a little spice in it. Yeah. Okay, and it's dark rum, but it's not it's not overpowering, and it, it's smooth. And it, it, Am I describing this right, or am I just an idiot would, trying to sound like I know no, what I'm talking I would about? Say, I would say absolutely. Um, so that spice, you know, just to back up, all, all of our products use all natural ingredients. This rum doesn't have any flavorings, doesn't have any colorings, and it's not uh, sweetened. Uh, as you know, that a lot of rums tend to be. So that spice that you're tasting is just a product of the way we distill it and the way we, uh, we barrel age it. This, I believe, is a vatting of two different barrels, uh, pretty low char, so you allow some of those uh, the spicy notes to come through, not as much like the really heavy caramel, um, and uh, make with uh, dark brown sugar, and that is uh, barrel aged for at least two years. Wow. Before I ask the next question, I keep looking at this American pecan whiskey. Yeah, that's what's going to go next. Can I give that one another? Yeah, do it. Is that, that's, I, I keep looking at it going, I'm going to like this. You know, I, and the thing with whiskeys for me is I feel like I have evolved as a whiskey drinker. Like I have, I, I you know, I just, you start off drinking Jack Daniels and Jameson on the south side of Chicago, yeah. right? And then and then somebody tells you, be, be uh, more aristocratic and have Gentleman Jack. 
Okay, and then what you really do though is you start discovering different styles. I became a scotch drinker for a while, mm-hmm. and, and single malt scotches, and I love the stuff that you can get from overseas. And, and then I've gotten into bourbons recently as well. That's been kind of become a thing for me. And now the actual flavors. So when you're making something that's American pecan, you said in the rum you're not adding any kind of sweetener or anything like yeah. that. Is it the same when you're making this? Like you're, you maybe are you using actual pecans, and are, are you doing anything else to we it? We are. It is also unsweetened, and we want do that very deliberately because you know there's a flavored whiskey as it were has sort of a bad rap in that it's by the way i'm gonna interrupt you wow and it tastes like i'm drinking a pecan yeah exactly that's that's, 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 i mean like that that's like i'm in georgia and i pulled over on the side of the road on the way to disney and i bought and i stopped at one of these places that have like the big giant sign but then they made it into whiskey that's incredible yeah thank you uh that's kind of what we wanted to do like pecan is one of my favorite flavors you can find in uh in bourbon and so i wanted to find a way to like capture that and push it to the fore- forefront. So what we do is we take a, a straight bourbon whiskey and then we work with uh, one of the last remaining pecan farms in Illinois. They send us pecan wood, we chop it up, toast it in-house, do um, a, an aging with that whiskey, and after the, that we do a second aging with uh, roasted pecans. So the, the wood itself gives it a little bit of a toasty character. Um, the pecans, you know, roasted pecans, uh, very rich, very nutty, um, a little bit spicy. You know, one of the reasons I got into um, drinking spirits is because when I drank too much craft beer, I just put on a big belly. Yeah. So, I, you know, I, I, and I would drink the spirits, but I always worry that when I have ones that have flavors, there's sugar in it or there's something that doesn't make it, like no carb, you know? And this, it, But you're saying here, you don't put any sweeteners in this. You're able to get yeah. this flavor without having to play some of the games that maybe bigger distilleries do so they can push out these things that have different flavors in them. Exactly, exactly. And it was, a, it was definitely a challenge, but, uh, you know, everything you're tasting is a product of whiskey, pecans, and pecan wood themselves. So there's nothing artificial. There's no uh, artificial colorings as well. So all that color that you see is coming from those... Uh, those three ingredients. Tell me real quick here, guys, a little bit about the actual distillery. You know, people want to come out here and visit. You know, what do they try? Is there food? Like, what? how do, how do things work here if people want to explore it? Sure. Uh, we recently just reopened our bar. So we're trying to bring a really high-level craft cocktail program down to the south suburbs. Um, so uh, before the pandemic, we were open, uh, you know, four, four days a week. Right now we're open Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at 3 p.m., um, Fridays and Saturdays we're open until 1 a.m. now. We just extended the hours a little bit there, and then Sundays until 10 p.m. Um, people can come down. Uh, we used to have uh, in-house food service. Um, right now we're partnering with a local restaurant and uh, an app called Second Kitchen, where people can come in and order from their desk, uh, their table, and the food's delivered in under an hour. Uh, table side, we just got construction permits approved for the top two floors of the building, and we're building a commercial kitchen. So we're going to bring all that food service back in house. Uh, that kitchen should be done in June. So, and you know what you have is that, uh, and and I want to make sure I make it very clear: you have ample parking. Yeah. As I pull up on the road, when the, when the map takes me here, you, it looks like you have four parking spaces. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Where the heck do I park? And then I drove around the block, and you have a giant parking lot in the back of the thing. So when you come here, there's ample parking. People give us a hard time about the parking, and I tell them, I'm like, the building was built when there were horses. You know, like, it was not designed for automobiles. With the lots but, in the back. Go so around. So when you drive past in the front, there's like 10 spots, and it's always right. full. But around back, we, we yeah, we... Uh, you got a big, giant lot. Big, giant parking lot. So. There are not a lot of distilleries that I know of on the south side of Chicago. I mean, yep. correct me if I'm wrong. This is, this is a unique thing here for this area. Yeah, the... Um, 
The closest distillery I can think of is Three Floyds Distilling there in Northwest Indiana. Yeah, but I don't want to go to Indiana. Yeah, you know we're huge. I want to be able to make it. Yeah, I want to be able to make it home. You yeah, know, I want to. I want to come here. I want to. You know, use the app, and when you get the kitchen, use the kitchen. Have a few drinks. It's a really neat old bar. You, you did a great job of keeping things old timey because not only do you have the world's oldest arcade. We were laughing about this. He's got you got pinball machines that are from the 1920s and 1930s inside the room there. Okay, but also you have this really neat, old timey like. I feel like I'm sitting at a bar at the turn of the century, and that the turn of this century. I'm talking when it went from 1800 to 1900. It's really neat, and and you've got this. You got to set up with the the homemade spirits. I'm, I'm going to tell you something right now. This is something I don't think a lot of people know about. And that's why we wanted to stop by. Appreciate you coming out, man. Uh, yeah. it's, we're, we're brand new, and you know it's been a pandemic. So well, it's, hey, uh, hey, but our doors are open again. So I know, and it's awesome. Out, and I'm going to tell you something. Everybody that I work with on Southside Pod is going to be jealous that they couldn't make it down here. So, uh, Andrew and Ari, thanks so much for having us around. And uh, this place is really cool, and I want you to check it out. Give out the address real quick for everybody so that they can find you. 400 East Margaret Street, Four, Thornton, Illinois. 400 East Margaret Street, Thornton, Illinois. And uh, thanks very much for visiting with Southside Pod. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Oh my God! Oh my God! It's the Southside Pod! It's Southside Pod! Oh my God! Oh my God! It's the Southside Pod! It's Southside Pod! What's for dinner? Steak and... Whoa, 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 it's Lent. You you can't... Look, look, man, we come out on the weekends, there there are a lot of Catholics on the Southside, on Fridays you can't eat meat, you can't can't do that! Oh. Oh, sorry, Cod! Cod! It's the Southside Pond! It's the Southside Pond! Oh. My. God. Eat. Your. Cod. On the Southside Pond! Dad has his two vaccines. Yes. And the way it works with the second one, they told him after you get the second shot, 14 days, and then you're fully vaccinated after the second shot. Right. So he got it at the very end of February. And so he's like, first time I'm going out is St. Patrick's Day. I'm like, yeah, all right. Right on. You know, he's 70, so he was in that, yeah. that bad range, and he was being safe, and now he's like, I'm going out and yeah. drinking. And you know what's funny is he goes, where are the places that are the speakeasies? I'm not going anywhere with a mask. <laughs> That's so funny. He's like, he's like, I was afraid, but now, now I'm vaccinated. Now sure. I'm bulletproof. Now, now, now I'm bulletproof. Where do I go out and do shots out of a girl's navel? Like, that's what Dad's doing right now. But now, now that he's got the chip implanted in him, the government <laughs> knows where he's at. So... <laughs> <laughs> Who are these people that believe you could put a chip inside of a shot? Like, did they watch Space a lot? Like is, that, like, is that how it worked? Like, people think that you could put a chip inside of a shot. When they were kids, they just watched Space right. Like, every Saturday on yep. Family Movie Classics on WGN or something yeah, like that. Like, like, it was always on, like, WPWR. Channel yes. 50, and they just watched Inner Space all the time. All day. It was either Cloak and Dagger or Inner Space. Right, exactly. I mean, that's exactly what it was. Like, those were the best shows, right? Like, that's the one thing I miss with raising kids. My dad on a Sunday, making Sunday dinner, and you're flipping between something on Channel 50 and your and 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 Family Classics on WGN. Yeah. Like, you may be watching Errol Flynn or... or <laughs> Or, um, or or you're Flight watching Flight of the Navigator. Flight of the Navigator. <laughs> or you're watching something like, uh, what was the one? Uh, Swiss Family Robinson. Yes. Was always on. Remember that? Yeah. Always on. Or then, you, then, you're going, then you're going to WPWR Channel 50 and you're finding yourself like something like that, like what you were talking about. There's too many choices nowadays. Like yeah. we, were, we were forced upon that stuff. Right. And it now became part of our 500 channels childhood. and never watch anything. Right. 
And my wife is from West Virginia, and half of these movies she never saw because they didn't have it. What's a television (laughs) set? (laughs) No, no, she just. What's this moving picture, honey? She just wasn't forced to watch the older movies, right? So we're 40, and all the movies we mentioned are like, they came out 20 to 30 years before we were born, and we're like, oh, the classics. Like, we weren't alive when those movies came out. Yeah, right. You know, but to us, they were on all the time. She came from a place where they didn't have anything. No. They had like one channel. And Jeb Bob would come on and give the weather every 15 minutes. <laughs> Here's your moonshine right. report for this afternoon. Right. Then they talk about what's going on at the fair and which pig might win the competition. Right. Like, that's where she came from. Very different than what I came from. So, like, every once in a while, I'll be like, she'll be like, what are you watching? I'm like, oh, I'm watching the Poseidon Adventure. Yeah, can you put on you the know? pig channel, honey, for the thousandth time? There's no more pig channel. You know, I get muscle aches all the time. I've gone from being able to do whatever I want to and not feeling any pain to basically getting pain for any kind of physical activity. Good news, there's a local family-owned Southside business that provides a CBD topical that will not break the bank. Creaky Bone Balm offers concentrated relief for creaky bones. It is an effective hemp-based CBD in a rejuvenating balm. And guess what? It's made in small batches, always free of preservatives, and all natural ingredients. It's great for muscle aches, tension, inflammation, joint pain. You can even use it for skin ailments like burns and dry cracked skin. Right now, go to creakybone.com and use the promo code BASEMENT. Get 20% off your order. Whether it's physical activity or off-season stress, Creaky Bone's gonna help you out. Use that promo code BASEMENT, 20% off your order, right now at creakybone.com. Here on Southside Pod, we love checking in with new businesses. We love checking out the distilleries and the breweries and going and eating the foods and telling you where to hang out. Don't miss an episode. Make sure you are subscribed everywhere podcasts can be found and always at southsidepod.com. In fact, if you go to the website, there's a list of links. Any device, any type of podcast player you may like, it's available. And you can also say, hey, Alexa, Play Southside Pie. One of the things we've been doing over the last couple of weeks, and we're going to be doing it until Cinco de Mayo, we are looking for the best taco on the South Side. And here is your latest entry. Sitting down here at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar, her first appearance on Southside Pod, although she's popped in on other podcasts that I've done. My lovely wife, Erica, is here. Hello, sweetheart. Hello. All right, so you helped me continue the search for the best tacos on the Southside, and this one was suggested multiple times across several different social media platforms for Southside Pod. We're everywhere. Just find us. We've got the name pretty much for every social media outlet you can think of. Everybody wanted us to go to Blue Island and try out Mario's Tacos. We went into Blue Island, 13325 Old Western Avenue to Mario's Tacos, where Mario was not there. And Mario is very much like me. His son was working and Mario has told his son, I'm the only person that talks to people. I'm the only person that talks to people when it comes to being in the newspaper. I'm the only person that talks to people when it's a podcast. Because, you know, you kids, you drive me nuts. And I I, I'm, I feel the same way with our kids. Like, I was thinking to myself while he was explaining this to me why they couldn't jump on the microphone with us. Is because I would be aggravated if my children started talking about my business. Because kids don't know what they're talking about. So I understand. He was a nice guy. 
He was a grown man. He told me some nice things, but he respected his father's wishes. So we're going to sit down here and talk about what we ate. He did give us lots of good information, though, about yeah. the place. Same recipes. They've yes. been using the same thing since the 70s when they opened up. Uh, I'll tell you this about the tacos before we dive into it. The tacos are your lettuce, tomato, and cheese type variety. That's what the toppings are. They do a bunch of different ones. The ones that stood out to me were the guacamole taco, because that's the most unique thing, because it was all guac. Oh, it was guac was with <laughs> toppings, and it was good. Yes. It was very good guac. I mean, we had it inside of the corn tortilla. It was good. Their chicken taco was good because it wasn't super dry. A lot of chicken tacos can be way too dry. I thought that was good. But the best one they had was their basic beef taco, right? Yes. Yes, that was the best one I had. Although I did like the guac. <laughs> well, yeah. All <laughs> girls like the guac. So, but, but the beef taco, you could, you could taste the seasoning. They have one with beef and bean but it kind of kills the seasoning a little bit. Their original taco is their best taco, I think, with the corn as the shell, even though you can get it in flour, you can get it hard shell, you can get the original uh, taco that they have, their beef taco, and the seasoning comes out in it. It's very, very good. It's definitely worth a pilgrimage. First of all, it's a neat little neighborhood. I mean, it's a really neat section of Blue Island, and it's also a really neat little place when you walk in. Just everything from the architecture surrounding it to how clean it was when you were inside, and the food was good, and the menu looked awesome, and I felt like I wanted to go back and try everything else at some point. But the tacos. The tacos I thought were great. All right, so hats off to Mario's Tacos. They're in the running for sure for the best taco on the south side. If you have a taco, you would like us to go and review. Make sure you hit us up. We're on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and also you can call us and leave a message. It's a great option. You could talk about anything that you hear on the show. You could bring up something new you want us to cover, or you could talk about tacos, and maybe you'll hear us play it and then head out to that taco place. Phone number is available at all times, 708-459-8406. Leave a message, and we will check out your taco place. Did you get enough? Did you eat enough food? Did you get, Were you full? Oh, I was definitely full. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying I've changed? A lot of people don't know this, but Bill, Bill. went by the moniker Wild Bill a <laughs> long time ago when he was on the radio. Back in the worked for Dick Clark, right? I did. All did, right. Did Dick Clark call you Wild Bill? Because that was Southern be awesome. California out there doing media and everything like that. You were us. I was telling my kid today all the stunts you used to do when we were on the radio, and he was like, "You got to be kidding me!" And I was like, "Oh, we did Human Frogger, and we did these like crazy things." I where, was like, like the turd. From Man Cow of Champagne or Band. You were my turd, is what you were. Yeah. You were my <laughs> turd. How many times did they duct tape you to a tree? During Multiple that show? times. The handcuffing to the light post was the, the, the best. Where one. I got the moniker Wild Bill in a younger, right. crazier day. You were crazy. So, anyway, he doesn't like being called that anymore. If you go back and you listen to the first episode that dropped of Southside Pod, I refer to him as Wild Bill. And as I said it, he made a face, Mike. And I was like, he doesn't want to be called Wild Bill. Because you told me this was a more like grown up podcast. No, you don't want to be called that anymore. And it's fine. You're now married. You have kids. They're both daughters. You you inflated like a jumpy inside of your living room the other day. (laughs) I think it was a jumpy inside another jumpy. Right. Inside a ball pit. In his living room. In his living room. In his own house. 
So, he moved uh, furniture and put a jumpy in the living room. It's a different room. kind of wild bill. Because it was right. the Chuck E. Cheese is closed, right. and you know he's trying right. to fill a void. Right. I'm, I'm COVID pivoting. It was. It used to be. I would come to your house, and there would be Oktoberfest, and you were wearing later hosen. And it was July. And it was July. <laughs> Super weird. And there were Super just weird beer. <laughs> there was beer everywhere. Beer, 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 it was crazy. Oompa band. Right. There was like Jaeger bottles all over the place. Now Live I go down. Animals. Yeah. I go down to your basement Dead now. Animals. And you made a ball pit for your kids. Yeah. So I, they can they I can down live the, the pool table and put up a ball pit. What causes this? Fatherhood. Like, no, I have three kids and I love them very much, but I never made a ball pit for them or inflated something in my living room. Like that's, I never went to that extreme. Like, is this something where you're like, I, I wish I would have had this. So I'm giving it to my kids. Honestly, like, I think I spent like my whole life like, looking for who I was and it took me a long time to figure it out. And, you and know, now you're just a jerk on Facebook that makes the rest of us look bad. <laughs> the trials yeah. and Thanks. tribulations. Thanks, and, Bill. You know, life happens. And it took me a long time. And I had kids at kind of an older age. You know, I was 37, 38, 39. You know, right. when I have Old children. man at that point. Right. You know, I'm the grandpa dad. You thought but you were an old after dad. I yeah. had two daughters, like, I realized that I just love being a dad. Okay. I love it, man. You love it. Like, that's my, that's me. That's, that's I, like, I found right. it. It took me to be like 40 years old to figure out who I want to be in life. And that's being a dad. So you just love this. And this is like what you want to be for the rest of your life. Well, hopefully. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who babysits your kids? Your daughter. <laughs> How old is she about? What do you think? If you don't uh, know like, exactly. 15 years old. She's 15 years college? old. Freshman. Fre freshman at college. High school. High no, school. Freshman Sorry. at Mother Macaulay High School. Yeah. yeah. When they get to that age, it's totally different. Well, let me big enjoy guy. It now. You'll be me sitting down at the bar drinking bourbon. Well, let me enjoy it now. You know, <laughs> it's going to be great. We're going to be laughing like, at you. Get when it that happens. now, big yeah. guy. I plan on it. You know what they're going to remember him as? They're going to remember him as the guy that inflated the thing in the living room and put the ball pit. So, you know what they're going to do? Mary Carney's. <laughs> they're going to marry Carney's. So it's fine. They're going to be at every single parish carnival. And they're gonna and they, what they're gonna do is they're gonna go and they're gonna hit on carnies that are running the zipper, and that's what they're gonna end up marrying, with a flowing mullet. Well, I and, wish and my that, wife good luck. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be gone. You remind me of my dad. He used to run the rides in my house. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to see what's happening on the Southside Pod. On the Southside Pod Join us again And be sure to tell a friend About the Southside Pod About the Southside Pod All things about The neighborhood we live in All things about The places that we go It's the best side of Chicago, the South Side Pod. Do you have a regular? Do you have regular? I got all kinds of stuff. I got more speculator. You want that? Do you have regular beer in there? Yeah, I got Miller Light. I now. probably shouldn't drink all speculator. I should have you guys have some. No, you, so that's fine. I drink it all the time. You want to drink I'll, it? I'll, I'll, I'll have I'll, I'll, one I'll. of them. Not the thing. I'll have a half of one. What the f was that? Was that English? <laughs> I'll have one of those big oh, things. Oh, 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 I'll have one oh, of them. Half, half, one of them. Half, half of them. I haven't been I'll out have, much lately. I'll have half of them. <laughs> and I'll gladly Good pay sir. you on Tuesday. Good sir. <laughs>